QuestGamingNetwork.com. Go there for podcasts and stuff. That was a jingle I just brought off the top of my head. Yeah, it was terrible. Weird, weird place. It was not catchy at all. <laughs> no. All right, let's go! Welcome to Dragon Age Off the Record, episode 16. I'm Elizabeth, and with me is Rod Stewart. I am not Rod Stewart, I'm not John Stewart, and I'm not Johnny Carson. So that leaves me with Road. Are you ever going to give us your real name? No. Not even a hint? No. Uh... Why will I do that? I need to hide behind my internet veil of anonymity. Oh, no. See, I tried doing that, and then I think it was Zavarwin, the first Skyrim off the record I did, where he was like, and this is Elizabeth Jorgens. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, and the most popular show I've ever done. Uh, they say my full name. Thank you. So now I don't care anymore. But hello. We decided for this episode what we're going to do. We're going to take a step back from plowing through the plot, and we're going to answer some emails. And the because companions. Got, and the companions. We're going we're gonna to be talking about the companions very soon. But there were so many emails that I couldn't even get the companions' notes together. That's how many so we many have. So many emails! So this is a giant love letter to our fans. Thank you for writing in. We're sorry if we missed a couple because I just put them all in one, one sheet. And, uh, I mean, it's, what, 15 pages? Already? Twelve. Yep, twelve. 12. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, I was going to over-exaggerate it, but f*** you. Well, look, I like to be honest with people. That's why I tell them they're wrong when they make bad choices. <sighs> and there's going to be a lot of that today. There, Yeah, I'm sure there are. There are a lot of people that will, you know, they apologize to you, like, oh, I'm sorry, I disagree with you, Road. You know he's just going to yell at you, so, so be prepared for that. It's okay that you're wrong. Are you sure? People make bad decisions every day, and... You're no different, so it's okay. Now then, let's get to the emails where I can tear you apart. <laughs> so, why, why don't you take the first one if you're always right, Mr. you're always right. This is one directed towards you, at least in the beginning. It is directed toward me. Yes, From it is. Leon Road. See, it starts off with me. It's already a good email. You said you never side with Balin in Dragon Age Origins. You are correct. You should play as the Dwarf Commoner next playthrough. Go into Balin's house and you'll find your sister there. During the origin, she mentioned that she had met a noble and was trying to get pregnant to get a cast. Okay, makes sense. Well, when you make it back there, you find out she had had the son of Balin, therefore your nephew will be Balin's heir if you make him king. When I got played through and found that out, I had to side with him. Mm, here's where you're wrong. I'm just going to start right here. By siding with Balin, regardless if it's a relative of yours and they'll benefit from it, you side with Balin, and therefore, you really doom the entirety of Orzammar. So, you don't make the situation better. What happened with him at the end of it Origins? Why? I, I, well, supposedly trade or something gets better for Orzammar and the overworld, but uh, at the same time, you've got a tyrant in control. So, is it really better? Because then he proceeds to murder all of Haramont's followers and relatives and... Anyone that mentions the name, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like genocide is the better option. Well, what do you think Haramont would have done? I mean, I... I... Haramont? I, considering he's the nobler of the two, I don't think he would have let uh, the heir suffer. Kind of like the same way... Probably what would have happened in the long run, you know, past the point of the amount of information they give us. Mm -hmm. Just like if you are the dwarf noble and you had a child, he would probably take the child who would have been castless because you got cast out, mm -hmm. uh, or rather written away entirely from the uh, shape of it, 
probably would have taken the child under his wing and added him to his house to provide protection because he's a good person. Is he really though? I mean, these guys were. He totally is. He is because Uh, he was he was fighting not for himself but for the entirety of uh, of Orzammar because he knew that if the control of Orzammar fell under Balin, that uh, well everything would go horribly horribly wrong. You don't know. Maybe I don't know anything about the dwarf origin, so I don't even know. I don't you know about that. You start off as a castless in that. You're a thief. You're a little scumsucker that lives in the bottom pits of Orzammar. That's what happens with the commoner. So yes, there's that. So the, really, there's the only direction you can go as a commoner is up. Anyway, well, I guess so. But but he says now as to DA two. I can never find myself siding with the mages. Even when I play as a mage, I have to side with the Templar just out of self-preservation. Anders had so screwed up everything by doing that. I feel I would have to go Templar. Death to Anders. Sorry, mistress. Now, here's where you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you sided... Here's where you're wrong. You sided with the Templar in any situation <sighs> rather than siding with the mages. Because just because one mage is a complete f***tard doesn't mean that the rest need to suffer. Same uh, way with Balin's heir. Just because Balin's an asshat doesn't mean everyone else has to suffer. Have fun censoring this. You heard the past too, which is like... Yep, yep, yep. It sounded like Morse code going through there. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're giving away all of our secrets to China. Thanks, Liz. This is a pop... Well, not not the Templar thing. The Templar doesn't seem like it's the popular opinion, but of course the death to Anders, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that, that one's pretty much in line and makes up for at least the mistake of siding with the Templar. I get the Templar side of view, though! Ah! Except that their leader's a complete psychopath. Just because that one lady is a psychopath, you just made that argument with the mages! Yeah, but see, the mages are fighting for self-preservation, whereas the Templar are like, let's see what kind of horrific acts we can impart on all the little mages now, because no one's gonna stop us. the Templar in that game, in Kirkwall. Do you remember what happened to Cole? The original Cole, before the spirit came in. I do, but remember when we had David Gator on and he said, oh, now I've forgotten because you mentioned Cole and now I'm thinking about Cole. God damn you. <laughs> that's right. Think about Cole all you want. He's still a spirit. Um, but and he that's said, also you know, why remember you Gregor from him. Origins wasn't a bad guy. He was just, you know, trying to protect people. He was, you know, he got along with Irving swell. They were swell. They were buddies. Yes. Oh, no, I, I know there are good ones, just like I know there are bad mages. There are plenty of bad mages. Death to the blood mages. I mean, come on. The blood mages aren't really people, though, so, I mean... Yeah. Good God! <laughs> They're not. They're not people. Now on to Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm through my first playthrough as a Kranari female mage, and it was really interesting. I decided to go Kranari first to see how everyone reacted, and it was pretty awesome, especially when the Chantry found out, and for the first time, I met Iron Bull. I wound up romancing Sarah just because she made me laugh. What do you think about Sarah? I think Sarah is uh, a, a strange individual and an odd duck. I think she never was the quietest girl. Yeah, I kind of figured you were going to go that route. <laughs> you would too. I was waiting for you to do it. I was thinking about it, but then I remembered. I don't remember the lines. I just make up my own because really you can. I would love to do a parody on it. I'm sure a lot of people have, but not on this show. Yet. Yeah, any any guitar or piano players out there that because the sheet music comes with, I think that that thing ended today though, where you could get the tavern music. Right. It comes with PDFs of the sheet music. So if anybody wants to do backup, diar. Uh... All right, on. So now on this playthrough, I was going to go necromancer, but then went into knight enchanter when I realized the focus ability has a super heal perfect for support mage. 
Then when I started playing, it, oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> I get solo dragons when you combine Spirit Blade with Fade Shield, plus some good attacks you never lose in barrier combat. Well, not till everyone else is dead. Look into it. Plus, the Spirit Blade is cool looking. Makes me think of a Jedi, sort of, lol. Oh my god, playing this guy in multiplayer, when he gets his spirit blade on, oh Jedi, my god. Jedi, Jedi, Jedi. <laughs> It's constantly me saying, I'm a fucking Jedi. It's like when you do your Let's Plays and you're playing as your rogue, and then you go, ninja! Yeah. <laughs> like every five seconds. Because I keep stabbing people in the back. Jumping out of stealth. Ninja! Follow him on Twitter at that road guy because if you see one of his Twitch live streams of Dragon Age go up, please watch it. It's fucking hysterical. I might do one tonight depending on how much my wife is angry at me after this episode. Now I'm running a dwarf warrior Templar two hand who has fallen for an iron bull. His romance is really nice. Really nice. I still have not done the iron bull romance. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I. I... <sighs> You couldn't bring yourself to be done in by him, you mean? Because, well, <laughs> uh, he, uh, you know, he's really talented with two-handed weapons, right? Oh my, uh, oh. And I'm not applying any context to that, so. Sheathing the uh, sword and everything like that? See, I'm yeah, planning all on the above. my next playthrough, I am going to play as a male because I want to romance Dorian, but I also want to see what Iron Bull is like, and <laughs> I don't think you can bang two people in this game. You, you can romance cannot. one, and then, yeah. Trust me in this. Don't try. <laughs> it might not end well for you. Yeah, don't try. Just go one or the other. Go one or the other. Go one or the other. I, I kind of wish I could have uh, both of them. But he says, too long, didn't read, love the show. Okay. And this was from Leon. Thank you, Leon. And from Raphael. We might have done this one before, but I don't think we did the whole thing. It was about Sarah as a man. Something about Sarah as a man? What? He was romancing Sarah and because oh. even though he was a man. So he tried to, and it didn't work, because it doesn't go that way. No, it was a bug. It, he got the bug, the gender bug, where it, he said it was awesome, though. <laughs> and it was strange calling people calling him my lady, but, you know, what, whatever. And then uh, he started hitting on Sarah, and he was like, dude, I could do Sarah. This is great. Somebody tweeted me about the Sarah Sacred romance. achievement unlocked. And it was like, you know, it's very educational with the Sarah romance. Very uh, scissorcational. <laughs> Scissorquisition. Well, okay then, moving on to the next one. Thank yeah. you, Raphael. I still don't believe we have gone over that one, but I think we just got to the uh, the crux of it, so... Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Raphael. I wonder if there's a way to actually make sure that you get that bug so you can... Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure there's a mod for that. Or there will be. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, okay. <laughs> also, Raphael says, I need more Dragon Age. This is what he's saying. He said... I was like, I need more Dragon Age, and I need to hear people talking about it, speculating. I need to hear other people's thoughts on about the OGB. 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 Old Granny Bastard. <laughs> I don't feel like that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> the Alluvian Flemeth and Red Lyrium. Oh, wait, the o Old God Baby. <laughs> I've never seen anyone refer to it as the OGB before. I did have to go through a lot of these and replace a lot of the acronyms <laughs> because I just, I was like, I'm going to read them and have no idea. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, he wants to hear thoughts on everything. And then this is the first time I open up the iOS podcast app and search for the words Dragon Age only to find a single outdated series. It was called Dragon Age Podcast, I believe. It was not bad, yes. but it was not what I was looking for as it focused on mods and gameplay. So I left unsatisfied, hungering. And it's yeah, it's also a dead podcast. I also looked into that. I remember when I first started playing uh, years ago, 
I listened to them and, and then it just stopped. And I was like, but, 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 but that's one of the reasons actually because of that podcast, that's the reason why we are, we have a set beginning and set ending because I just didn't want to pod fade and leave people going, what, what, what? So until four weeks ago, when I've opened up the app and searched for Dragon Age once again, and there was Dragon Age off the record, I was totally incredulous at first, but decided to give it a shot. To my surprise, you guys kicked off with a stolen throne, and by episode 10 was out, I had already heard it all. Damn it, you actually interviewed David Gator, and what a show it was. Yeah, you we did. talk about the David Gator? <laughs> uh, David Gator said something earlier on in the week about being able to, like, speak with one of his heroes or something to that effect. And I said in response, you know, I have had the similar experience and it was great. You didn't he and mention when he had you. heard that? When he had heard that, when he heard what you said after he, yeah, <laughs> he left he did. about nerdgasming all over the place, he was like, I don't know what to think about that. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> Look, it's okay to be a fanboy. Alright? Being a fanboy is not necessarily a bad thing. You uh, nerdgasmed all over everything. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. And this one's from Claudia. Hi, Claudia. We've talked to you a few times. Yes. This is the one that accidentally typed your name as Rod, which prompted the Rod Stewart beginning. Yep. By the way. Since amended that. Oh, my God. He... I gotta tell you, this guy went on and on. Oh, she called me Rod, she called me Rod. She she wrote again and wrote Rod. I mean, she knows what she's doing. It's probably just a typo. Look, look. I understand that English is her second language. I totally cool with that. These people do better writing than Look, I've been English on the internet. English. I know that these people who are from other countries speak English better than people who are from America yeah, do. do. All right. <laughs> I'm very well aware of that. She's asking, are you enjoying the second or even third playthrough on Dragon Age Inquisition? I was really enjoying my second with Mage Elf, just to try something, some different choices and romance solace. Because my second one was also Mage Elf. Mine was too, because I was a mage the first time. I was Human Warrior, Human Warrior, Mage Elf, Dwarf Warrior, and Kunari Rogue are my four playthroughs. Ninja! <laughs> yeah, which that, that one's exclusively my, my stream one, and I really haven't gotten Dwarf Warrior started yet. He hey, has I... not, he's made it to the first Dwarf point warrior? where you Warrior. Oh, I thought you... Dwarf Warrior, Dwarf Warrior. I thought you said Dwarf, because I was thinking Kunari in there. I yes, mean, he's my, Kunari, he's my Dwarf like, Warrior. Like, Worf Dorian. He's my Worf Dorian. And he also does Dorian. Worf Dorian. I can't, ah! I can't. Now Dorian. there's a ship, we should ship it. Worf and Dorian. <laughs> oh, Alright. Oh, no, that's, ah! Ah, anyway, moving on. She's saying, uh, she wrote that Solus. I tried the second time through, too, and fuck Solus. Fuck him right in his big-ass ears. Fuck him. <laughs> that is a level of, I don't know if I should even say this, so you have to censor it, but... Yeah, let's just move away from ever hearing you say f*** Solus ever again. F*** <laughs> <laughs> Solus. God! I, no, you're supposed to, I did everything right. I know, I, I gained his approval all in Haven and stuff like that. Apparently, when you get to Skyhold, you're supposed to be able to, you know, shove your tongue down his throat. No, no, he's just like, you're a good friend. F*** that. Black wall it was. And again, and again, and again. Dem boots. And also, I, I want to ask you something. When when will you talk about the post credit scene and all the theories? I've when developed one, the one theory myself, but I'm not sure if you've already finished the game, Liz. We will talk about that very end. We're going to try to get some other people on the show, whether they be uh, friends of the podcast, other podcast people, or developers. We're, we're working on it. So we're going to hold off on that for right now, because there's there's still more to this. But yes. that's probably going to be, what is it, the Pentultimate episode? The Pentagast Ultimate. Right. I, I know, I got okay. it. 
for that other. Pentecost. Also, will you talk about the third book, Asunder? I'm asking because it seems to me that it's also very important to the plot. I've read something on the internet about when Sun, and now I'm very curious, but it hasn't been translated into Italian yet, and maybe she'll try it in English. So thanks again, and hope to hear more episodes soon. Claudia, I'm going to try to read Asunder before uh, before we finish this out. I'm going to try. Try. Uh, yeah, I was kind of wondering what that word was, uh, why the emphasis on that was coming in, but all right. Yeah, that, that, that was a try. try to read the book, but I just can't be bothered. Hey, look. Ah. Yeah, okay. No, you do other podcasts. You understand this. And you do other podcasts on the same show that I do another podcast on. Or not the same show, the same topic. You know how those listeners are. If you're not always on that freaking game, oh, then they're going to be like, she doesn't play the game. Okay, anyway. We're not saying you're like that, Claudia, just to be clear. No, it's not you. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking it's about her, listeners to another show. Yeah, it, it's me going, <laughs> uh, oh, God. And I, it's really hard for me to play two games at once and all that. Yeah, I get confused. I get confused! I do a lot So, of thanks, Claudia. Actually, this was the email that made me decide, yes, um, I'm when I get my next paycheck, I'm going to be buying the book and trying to get through it. Sitting down and reading it is another story, but I'll try. Because of you. Because we love you. Yay! Yay! It's all your fault. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay. This one's from Tio. Is this the guy from Finland? He's from Finland. Finland. The land Finland. of Finns. country for me. Nothing. What? Monty Python. Oh. He hurt me. Something about coconuts. Gotcha. He got two coconuts and banging them together. Now, this one, we're going to take in sections. Oh, we are? Okay. This is a new listener and addict reporting in. So just found the podcast and now almost all, through all the episodes. I can't believe you guys listened to us for that long. Weird. Look, I, I recently figured out that I've been on over 250 podcasts now. Um, so there's something wrong with a lot of people on the internet. You know, I've guested on over 20 shows. Isn't that messed up? Like, who yeah. wants me on there? I just... I have no idea. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't know why I get asked. But anyway... um. <laughs> As you said on the show, there really isn't a meaningful place for most of us to talk about this. Forums are awkward, and my family, not being gamers, although I'm trying to raise one, won't listen to me. Also, whatever friends I have are not into RPG games that much. In a way, this is like... You need better friends. <laughs> this is like writing a diary. Me getting to voice my feelings on the game. And if only I could remember all the things I had to write down when I listened to the episodes. I've done that before when I've listened to podcast That's episodes. That's every time I'm listening to any podcast. I just... Right. I always want to pipe in and go, oh, yeah, they can't hear me. And oh, this was recorded I'm a long yelling. time ago. Oh, yeah. I've done that with your show. A lot. Well, that's it, that would just be another case of you being wrong. So, What? Okay. I, maybe I wanted to agree or just, you know, I, yeah, whatever. That just shows that you're even more wrong. Why would you agree with me? That's just messed up. You know what? Maybe I agreed yeah. with one of your co-hosts or guests. I'm just going to go with this, the supporting theory. Anyway. Back to the email! Yay! You can't see me right now, but I was—I actually fist bumped. That's why we're going through this email, because you, you feel like it's its an outlet for your Dragon Age. I understand the need to talk about it, because it's such a freaking awesome series. Anyway, it you, is. Go, you go. Some background first. I played Dragon Age 2 as my first DA game a few years ago on PlayStation 3, which nowadays isn't gaming platform, uh, along with my smartphone. Wait, what? I thought it was a smartphone? I don't get that. I'm a PC gamer at heart, but busy life often takes me away from the computer, so I can't dedicate enough time to gaming to justify upgrading my computer in order to play. Thank Fair you! Enough. Fair enough. I, hey, quiet, miss. I get computers for free. <laughs> While I liked Dragon Age 2, it somehow made me feel a bit indifferent, and I never managed to play through the whole game. I guess that's... 
understandable. Still hurts me to say that. It does. My hurt. main gripe <laughs> with the game was the character building. Well, I could call myself an RPG veteran. Played any and all RPG games released in the last twenty years or so. It's a lot of freaking games, so I'm just gonna assume as men- it meant as many as he get his hands on. Because uh, if there's anything I know about the RPG gaming market, especially the Japanese end, that's a lot of fucking games. Oh my god, you're a jerk. Yeah, my character just wouldn't deliver, and the skill trees were an awful mess for me. Ended up selling the game. You wounded me, sir. A few weeks ago, I found Dragon Age Origins on discount and thought, eh, what the heck? I haven't played on PlayStation Three for a while. I'm going to buy this. Played the game through and loved it a lot. Started a few other characters, but for some reason I, uh, I will mention later, never really got into them, so I decided to buy Awakening expansion with uh, from the PlayStation Network store. My credit card wouldn't accept the payment. Uh, change card details uh, were an issue, which I found out later. So I got fed up and decided to buy the new Inquisition, which I had decided to play maybe later when the price had dropped. Only after ordering the game, I read about it uh, having won Game of the Year award, which it has won many, many, many times. Over a hundred. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. Somehow I had missed that part earlier when uh, reading the reviews. And then he said, since I had finished Dragon Age Origins and my Dragon Age Inquisition was still in the mail, I had nothing to play themes for my future character in my head. I decided to get a little head start into the game by listening to some of the game podcasts at work, and that's when I found you guys. After Yay. some episodes, I started with the few latest ones, after which I listened to number one onward, which I think a lot of people have done. I mm-hmm. got really stoked about the game. I'm already thinking Dragon Age Inquisition as the PS3 Messiah game of all games over the <laughs> likes of Two Worlds 2. Kingdom okay, hold on. Stop right there. Two Worlds 2? Never put that in the same category as Dragon Age Inquisition. That game is a hot, steaming mess with some amazing game systems. I own the game, and I did have a lot of fun playing it, but it was one of those games that I just went, you know what, this is a game I'll play when I literally have nothing better to do. Well, this person really, really likes it. But he also mentions um, Kingdoms of Amalur. Is that how you pronounce it? Yep. He also mentions Skyrim and Knights of the Old Republic. Those are two I actually know of. And those, yes, those are the top four of his PS3 games. In that order, he wants to mention a few things we've said on the show. Like Road, I'm also playing the good guy and can't really bring myself into playing the bad guy, even on successive playthroughs. What makes it even worse is that I'd like to play through every possible outcome. I've already done the good route, so what's left for me is the rhetorical bad route. Being a good guy at heart, it's really unlike me to play against anything I am, making me bored really easily. I actually find that when I go the bad route, quote unquote bad route, just the more aggressive or more stern route, you don't really get too many different options except being able to punch Soulless in the face, and that was so fucking gratifying. Oh my god. I got back at him not tonguing my last character. <laughs> Bunch. I find it freeing. Once you once you decide on your RP route and you know you want to play either a cynical, hard-ass one or whatnot, it makes it easier to me. Okay. Now, as for my character, I'm a diehard road fa- rogue fan. Not road fan. Nobody's a diehard road fan. Rogue it's fan. Yeah. <laughs> and while I always swear to go female character for the wiggle, I simply can't bring myself into thinking of romancing <laughs> some guy. So I end up with a male character in which the end is more me. Only if I manage to make myself play multiple playthroughs of the same game, I might later create a female character just to further distance myself from the character. If I'm role-playing a character that is different from my views, being evil, which I'm not, it only makes sense to choose a different gender also. I can understand that. Yeah. 
Yeah, only I can't ever bring myself to play a female character. I, I know my next playthrough, as I said, I'm going to play male. I won't get through the whole game. I can't do it. I, I, I just want to see what goes on with Dorian. The way I don't make female characters in like MMOs or in RPGs, if the main protagonist happens to be a female, then I don't have a problem playing those games. But when I have the choice, I always choose a guy because there's there's kind of a difference. When I'm doing an RPG or an MMO, I am I guess the terminology is self-inserting to a degree. Giggity. So the game is it's me in the game. Whereas if the main protagonist is just naturally a female with a given history, given name, and all this other stuff, stuff that I can't change, then I can Basically recognize that as being a different Yeah, you know, yeah, like I can recognize Laura Croft as being Laura Croft, that she's a different person, she's not me. I'm just privy to her adventure. So I'm. it's something that I don't feel as invested in, so I can still enjoy it for being a good game. One of the reasons when I had money, uh, I could I, I was not going to pick up Assassin's Creed, even though I know everybody says it's one of the best games. Oh, you'd love it. Yes, I would, but you can't play the yeah, female. And that, there's something that I don't like about that. Uh, Yeah, that's, uh, that's been a big topic of discussion in you know the last several months' worth of news. But that's a different conversation for a different show. Well, even like playing playing Tiger Woods back in the day, I like <laughs> my first experience actually playing on an Xbox was somebody had the Tiger Woods game, and you know we were all up drinking and stuff, and they said, "Okay, well, hand me the controller. Why don't you just pick a character? These guys have all these stats." And I said, "No, I'm going to play as a female." And you know he hadn't leveled up the female character at all, or the female you know, avatar at all. But I still kicked their asses, and that's when I was like, "Yep, never playing as a male again. Never, never, because I'm even." Yeah. Or badass. Even without the stats, I kicked their ass. It was my first time playing. Oh, yeah. Anyway. But I, I understand the wiggle because I, I I watch my character walk down the hall to the war room in Inquisition, and I'm like, damn! Man, I might switch teams for that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's nice. So for Dragon Age Origins, this is his playthrough on Origins. Um, he actually goes through his entire playthrough of Dragon Age Origins, which is actually kind of cool because he's talking about, you know, his likes and dislikes for certain characters. And you know what I noticed? Hmm. I noticed that he thought that Alistair was whiny. Well, Liz, um, I hate to have to tell you this, but he was kind of a whiny bitch. Until you hardened him. Oh, I hardened him, all right. <laughs> there was that one point, you know, off camera, where he was crying about not wanting responsibility, and I pulled him around the shed, and I hit him in the face with a paddle a couple of times, and told him to man up, Nancy. And then, uh, I guess he did? I don't really know where I'm going with that. But anyway, here's here's the reason why his points is uh, validated. Why? Because later on, he also says, funny thing, as I remember both of you guys saying, you didn't like Liliana uh, or Meryl, but uh, he loved both. And that's weird. So, y y you can't be right all the time, I guess. And he talks about how much he hates our how, our Arl Howe, which I know you liked. Well, yeah, because, oh no, Arl Howe is a dick. I'm glad I killed him. I murdered the crap out of him over and over and over again. And you know he actually dumped more again. Uh, again, see, you you just can't blame the guy for being human. Because everyone makes bad choices. Like, liking Liliana and Meryl and then dumping Morgan. I, I just, I don't understand this logic at all. But at least he does occasionally make proper choices, like thinking Alistair's whiny and, and murdered the murdering the hell out of Arl Howe. So, I mean, really what I'm seeing here is he's got, like, points against him and points for him. So he's, he's a well-put-together, 
flawed human being, and and we really can't ask any more of him. He says, I also have another theory on a few other characters that you talked about on the show. The Mad okay. Hermit, who was said to have had immense power, maybe even godlike powers, well, he's mad, and they say retarded slash mad people are touched by the gods themselves, or that they've seen God's true form, and that has driven them mad. I've heard this theory before, yeah. There might very well be something along those lines with the Hermit. Uh, I guess. Aren't all the powerful gods often in forms of a little crazy people? I know Only there are a lot watch of- Dogma. <laughs> I know there are a lot more, but for now I can only remember one such character, the wizard Fizban from Dragonlance novels, the crazy old mage who suddenly proves to be an all-powerful god. Did you say you read that? I, I've read some of the Dragonlance books. Yeah, there was a one where some mage was... So Rhodes says he has heard of Fizban and is very excited for the reference, actually. And says... <laughs> The emailer says, the actual point of this crazy man slash god rant is yet to appear, which is, ta-da, Sandal. I could eat a basketful <laughs> of nug leather mittens if Sandal isn't another avatar or otherwise blessed by the old gods. If Dragon Age Inquisition doesn't prove that, I'm sure DA4 does. Uh, my my thoughts are just wait for the first expansion. Or DLC pack or something like that, because Sandal has to appear. He has to. And by has I'm to, I the mean, architect has to appear at some point. Oh my god! What if uh, the architect and Sandal fight it out? Oh my god! Would that <laughs> the be amazing? Doesn't really. I don't remember him really fighting. He fought in the book, and you fight. You can fight him in the game. But not really. I mean, he's more of a. I'm gonna trick you into doing whatever. Well, uh, I mean, that kind of goes with his name, the architect. Yeah. He's a schemer. He's a planner. He's the one who goes back there and strategizes and then has other people put his plan into effect, which uh, has a lot to do with both the book he was in and the game he was in. He was having other people do his stuff. He's, I would say very Machiavelli, except that he reveals himself both times. So not very Machiavelli. Police, sir, there are ladies present. <laughs> yes. Okay, so thanks a lot if you bothered to read this far, and if not, you still deserve a thank you for sparking the interest in me let this out. That's why we read this, because we understand, we totally understand, that's why we do a freaking podcast on it, because we want to talk about it. So, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I read ahead, that's what I'm laughing at. Go ahead, read the next line. He says, I don't know what would have happened otherwise. I might have even started writing some sleazy fan fiction about Dragon Age. Maker forbid if that would have happened. If you do, my email address, or you can just email the show, dragonageotr at gmail.com. Oh, I like dear. Andrews and Alistair. Oh, of course you do. And Cullen, and uh, just ah, Cullen, not so Iron much. Bull in there, and, and uh, Dorian sitting on the side going, oh Maybe my. Fenris. Maybe Fenris. Uh, Yours, Tio from Finland. Thank you. Makina Obscura is the one that had mentioned us on the Reddit post. Yay, Reddit! Now this is about, we, we had talked about people <laughs> emailing us about sexuality. What do you keep laughing at? I'm reading ahead, that's what I'm laughing about. God damn it! Says, hello, Liz and Road, great podcast. If Bioware were any more forward with their sexuality, it would be Leisure Suit Larry. Seriously, they make a gay pair, a trans guy, an S&M Kunari, and the best thing is they treat them all as normal. As far as fantasy romance goes, it's very realistic. David Gator said it best when he called the romance's tertiary optional content. Anybody getting on Bioware's case is blinded by whatever internet cause they are currently into. Which, I mean, yeah, which... Exactly what he's saying right there 
happened the day of recording. Pre-show, Liz and I were talking about uh, a certain Sir Patrick Weeks being harassed by certain members of a certain group of individuals on the internet. So, yes. Rode was having to explain to me all this stuff oh, because I, I don't pay attention. It's, I do, because I follow a lot of people that are interested in what's going on or who are anti what's going on. And I've even been included in some of those rants at points, and it makes my brain hurt. <laughs> oh, these people are just like the worst. You know who you are. Actually, if if you're one of those people, you're not listening to this show either way. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter. Because <laughs> I've probably got opinions that piss you off. Oh, man. Yeah, Road was going on and on and on. And apparently, um, Patrick Weeks said something pretty badass to one of these. Yeah, he just didn't oh. even give him the time of day. He's just like, all right, thanks. Have a nice day. But uh, hey, at least he acknowledged it, you know, didn't completely forget. Yeah, it was it was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, so so we agree with you absolutely on this one. Also, Meryl is bad. Anders is bad. Templars are good. Dragon Age OTR is brilliant. The end. The end, period. And that was from... Machina Obscura. Machina now this one's from Matt. Hi Matt. Hi Matt. Recently you asked for opinions on romances in Dragon Age, so here are my sure two did. cents. Yes, we did. When I picked up Dragon Age Origins, I was not fully prepared for romance options and wasn't sure I cared, having come from Morrowind, where that just wasn't an option. Me too, actually. This Which is why Morrowind is an inferior RPG. That's what I always say if somebody says anything about the Elder Scrolls game, which I am very into, but I say, you know what? It doesn't have sex in it. I can't, no, it doesn't. And that's not cool. But this, this series was my first venture into that. And I'm like, holy crap. I mean, it threw me off. But when he says, then Zevron came along and the gamer, G-A-Y-M-E-R, inside me was (laughs) thrilled that I love it. Yeah, it did. Uh, gamer inside me was thrilled that I had the option for a gay romance. That thrill deflated a little, however, when I learned that he would actually romance both genders, a feature that persisted in the gay romance options of Dragon Age 2. What I love about Inquisition is that, largely, without much fuss from other NPCs, there are now truly gay characters. I identified so much with many aspects of Doran's story, and I think many other gay men, and perhaps women as well, really saw aspects of their own personal stories in Dorian's dealings with his father. I have a lot of respect for the way Bioware handled the story, and it helped me connect with the game in a much more personal way. Of course, it didn't hurt Dorian, who's a very sexy man with alluring dialogue and a great ass, although I'm not too sure about the mustache yet. He's absolutely right. <laughs> Dorian's sex on a stick. I gotta tell... Oh my God. Anyway, aside, yes, I do understand that most gamers aren't gay, but for the, those of us who are, I say thank you to Bioware for showing us that you can do great romance that isn't targeted at teenage straight male players. Smiley face, act. And it's not like they're trying to force an agenda. All they're trying to do is make it normalized, because it should be something that is normalized. Something that people don't go, oh, that's kind of weird, or, oh, you don't see that every day. It should be something that's normal. You should see it and go... Notice how there was no thought there. Dead air. (laughs) Okay, he's talking about, like, Dragon Age 2. All the characters, except for Sebastian, would go both ways. Now, I really see that as you can make your own story. In your head, they could either be gay or straight or or both. But in Dragon Age Inquisition, they're going to say, you know what? Not everybody's going to love you. No matter how much you love them. It's like freaking real life. Not everybody's going to love you. And there was there was a meme out there with Vivian on it. Some people ask why they can't romance me. It's because I wouldn't f- your ugly ass. I'm like, yes! That's, there you go. I love that. Just because she looks like a sex goddess does not mean that she has to give a single damn about who you are. Oh, you're the Inquisitor. Congratulations. 
You have the personality of a soggy fish. <laughs> a little wet mop. So there you go. I do enjoy that. Um, it's a little sad uh, for me because as a straight female, uh, he is fine. Dorian is, oh my God. But, you know, if he's not going to do me, he's not going to do me. So, you know, I have to deal with that and that's okay. It's pretty much Cullen and Blackwall. Solus sucks. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <sighs> There's Iron Bull, but... Iron Bull don't give a damn. I, I still would ride the bull, but but you have to do so much work. I mean, he's high maintenance. You got to go kill dragons. You got to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you have to slay a dragon in order to put him in the mood. Well, you know. <laughs> Which just says weird things about his personality. And this one's from Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. <laughs> I just want to drop a line and get all the fangirl on you about your Dragon Age podcast. Okay. I am a very lonely Dragon Age player. I don't know anyone else who plays, so listening to your podcast has to be my outlet for the Dragon Age world. We understand. Wait, Twitter, at that road guy, at mistress underscore Lebeau. There you, you go. Alone. <laughs> if you don't have Twitter, get it, because it is the best, because it keeps people brief, and it's like a chat room in your pocket. Great. Except on days when I decide to go on a rant, or when someone else decides to go on a rant, and suddenly it's just post, 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 post. Part seventy-five. Okay, I think we're good. <laughs> That's, you really don't do that, though. Uh, that's not the. I like. I think the most I ever go is like five. Yeah, so that's not that's not bad at all. She says, I got Inquisition for Christmas, and I'm about 40 hours into it, so I think by your next podcast, we'll be at about the same place. And sorry we're getting these emails out so late, but uh, um, there's so much plot we've gone through that I'm like, I can't make it a longer show. I can't edit this. That's why we're doing this episode. So you're probably finished and probably on your second or third play by now. <laughs> She's going to send in her next email. It's like, yeah, so I finished my seventh play. Would you guys get on with it already? I wanted to comment on the sexuality issue you talked about. I love the romance okay. angle on the DA games. If people Me don't too. want to face a same-sex relationship, they can just not have one in the in the game. It's not Absolutely like they right. forced you to watch a never-ending Dorian butt sex or the she-male gangbang extravaganza. That would be amazing, DLC! I was about to say, I'm sure there are people out there that want it. This is why you need to have mods for this game! Anyway, <sighs> what? Mod coming to PC 2015. Guaranteed. Dragon Age tentacles. If we can have Alistair and Dragon Age Origins pole dancing, I'm sure we can make this happen, too. That was an amazing download. <laughs> Talk about getting frostbitten. Ah, that's a technology <laughs> joke. Oh, I get it. Oh, Frostbite. <laughs> oh. Have you seen the one where they all dance to Thriller? Oh, I should get a video of that on my oh, new no. computer. Oh, it's amazing. Um, okay, so to go on, it's a minor part of the game, like like an hour overall of playing time, and a few extra conversations here and there that may not even come about depending on who you take with you on quests. And to top it off, it's completely optional. I don't see what the fuss is about. Bioware has created a truly awesome game. Oh my god, it's all up in my face. I can't do anything in this game without seeing it all. <laughs> you know what? They really, they really need more. I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in the lack of it. I uh, agree. We need more sexy time. We do. I mean, come on. Well, you got the most with your fucking Cassandra. Cassandra Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra. I just met a girl named Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been trying to think up more parodies, but I... Uh, I figured. Surprise me. I was going to do some Barry Manilow one. Hi, Janice. Hi, Janice. Janice! Hey! Greetings, Liz and Road. I have to admit something shit... Oh, God damn it! really. I am a newbie to the... Oh, that's not so bad. To the DA community. <laughs> 
Like you thought it was flip-flop. another Anders is right, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was going to be someone who actually spared Anders. Hedons. <laughs> I only just discovered Dragon Age when Inquisition was released last year. I was watching my husband's nephew, uh, nephews play the game on Xbox One, and I was mesmerized by how beautiful the game looked. Damn, Skippy. After a lot of convincing from my gamer co-workers, I bought the origin, or I bought it on Origins, bargain price, $5! And I was hooked within the first hour of playing. 75 hours later, she finally left the Hinterlands. <laughs> uh, wait, no, not, that's not what this says at all, I'm sorry. The only other RPG game that I have ever played was Mass Effect 3. You might want to go back and play 2, at least, before playing 3. You can skip 1, but you're still a heathen if you don't. Point. So, um, that's just how I feel. Which I never finished. Whoops! And I'm a hardcore button masher, so the fighting tactics took some time getting used to. I have since played and beat the game six times, played Awakenings, and bought Dragon Age 2 just to beat that, and I am starting my second playthrough as of this email. Sorry, Road, I couldn't bring myself to kill Anders. God damn it! Good girl. Look, I was proud of you until you said that. Now you're just another heathen. So You know what? What? No. You're a heathen, too. I don't want to hear you. You, you know what? You're a murderer. If you murder Anders, this this murder. No, that's Justice. Which is also living inside his head. Oh, wait, no. He twisted Justice into vengeance. Sorry, Justice is dead. didn't do it on purpose! Dead. Justice is dead, Liz. <sighs> dead. All he wanted to do was help people. And bring justice. And then he died. You know what? Justice is making me pay whatever it is for the ticket for going seven miles over the speed limit. That's freaking ridiculous. That isn't justice. Uh, that's actually enforcement of the law, Liz. I'm, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but that's that's exactly what that is. I have also bought and read the books, finishing up Asunder at the moment. I am planning on buying the comics soon as well. Dragon Age has become my life, and I drive everyone crazy because of it. I have no regrets. I have yet to play Inquisition. <laughs> uh, you should probably get on that. But I have watched hours of gameplay on you. Don't spoil yourself on YouTube. And I know the game like the back of my hand. But I still can't wait to play it for myself. Well, there you go. The lore and the history of Thetis is absolutely fascinating to study. And the characters were all amazing for their in their own complex ways. Thank you, David Gator, Patrick Weeks, and everyone else on the writing team for doing everything you've done to make this game amazeballs. Is that a word? I guess it is. I don't think I've ever fallen head over heels uh, for so many blonde boys in my yes! life. That that's that's kind of true. You know, there are two blondes in so this true. game. There are and a you lot at least get to murder one of, one of them. So, you know, that's... You know what? You, no, you don't... You don't no, no. Blondie don't got a knife right in his neck. Yes, he did. JD's got a gun? No? I know. I, I got it. I was just <laughs> uh, And I was wondering, did either of you find the Superman Easter egg in Origins? I came across it by chance in my sixth uh, play or gameplay, and everyone I know has played it and has never even heard about it. Yes, I, I have seen that with the oh, what were their names? With the meteor. No, I don't remember if they had ne- names. The representation of the Kents, Martha, and what's his name? Yeah, I, I did stumble onto that. Well, I, I was actually looking for the meteor that dropped the special ore that you used to make the special weapon. And I ended up getting that instead. I was like, yay, the meteor's finally... Oh, wait, no, I think that is actually the same one, isn't it? It is. Is it? It, it is. is the same one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, it would so be kryptonite. I mean, but, oh my god, yes, the, the Superman. When I saw that, I remember, I, I think I was traveling somewhere, and so I got up to, like, go get a drink of water or something, but then that showed up because some of the things just happened like that in that game, and I looked back and I was like, what the, what the, what the f*** is this? <laughs> I love that shit. It was so random. 
we've seen it. I don't know if I saw it my first playthrough. So that's another thing that, that you get little weird stuff when you play more than once. That's awesome. Yes. All right. Finishing out this email. I just have to thank you guys for creating an amazing podcast. The two of you have great chemistry and never fail to make me laugh. Uh, she probably hates me after how many times I've told her she's wrong. But, you know, uh, I guess. Uh, thanks for I writing in. Not you, oh. but um, no. our email. No. Damn it. But you guys never fail to make me laugh. And if you uh, would like me to do a book report on a Sunder for when I uh, finish it, I'd be glad to help out. Do it. Do it. And Road, thanks for favoriting my Alistair tweet back in January. I have to admit, I fangirled pretty hard. Your voice makes ovaries explode. Oh Don't God. tell my husband I said that. LOL. Love you guys, and I can't wait for the next episode. Thank you. <laughs> well, I've never heard it put that way before, did I? Oh you need to God. link your your Twitter in there. I'm sure I did, uh, because oh. I favored a lot of things. But, hey, send me a message on Twitter. Link me up. Oh I will God. follow you. It's all good. Oh my god, you're like on cloud nine because people are like, yeah, your voice is awesome. Look, I know that my only redeeming feature is my voice, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I was trying to think of another redeeming feature being like, no! And we you're, we yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess that actually does bring to point my other redeeming feature. I'm always right. I don't know if that's redeeming. You thinking you are always right is just, mm. I can't help if my ego just proves me right all the time. Oh Next one comes from Yummy Cog. Yummy Cog! Oi, Johnny, we're talking to you. Yeah. Hello, Liz and Road. I'd like to talk about Morgan. Well, yeah, I mean, if you insist, sure. <laughs> I've never been able to trust... What the... F hey, look, look, just keep going. I've never been able to trust her. After finding out that she and Flemeth knew a sacrifice would be needed to slay the Archdemon and had planned for the Dark Ritual to uh, take place. I was grateful to her for saving my life, effectively causing me to fall in love with her, but then oh. I realized something. Dun, dun, dun! Which was the fortunate byproduct? Creating Old God Baby or ending the blight? Question mark. I always think she planned all along to kill her mother, whether the story to possess her was true or not. So, what was their main goal? Ending the blight or creating the Old God Baby to use in some all-powerful means to an end? Maybe some of this was answered in Inquisition. As you know, I haven't played it yet. Uh, so, there's that. Yami, I'm just gonna sum it up like this. Uh, you're wrong for not trusting Morgan. Oh, yes, BS. I love her all the time, every time I get a chance to. And yes, the answer to your question will come in Inquisition. Sort of. Mm, no, it was, uh, it was... How many how many times have people tweeted us or just said to us, you know, in chat rooms like, hey, how about that ending? What does it, it really wasn't mean? It was the ending. It was before the ending. The answer to his specific thought actually does get answered very clearly yeah, well, because yeah. Flemeth explains it in detail. But we're not that far in the story yet throughout the show to talk about it. So when we get there, thumbs up, we'll take care of it. Or you'll be able to play it and you'll find it out for yourself. I, either way, we'll get there together. Claudia emailed us again. Oh, we love Claudia. Love this. Again. Just a quick mail to ask you something. I was listening to the last episode. This was episode 14 of the Ooh. podcast. And I noticed that I, and I noticed that I get the Grey Warden story arc in Inquisition completely different. From the second part, I got the fact that the reason why Grey Wardens are making the ritual with, t with the Tevinter Mage, I'm assuming the understudy for the yeah. Tevinter play, that, yeah, that, that was guy. my favorite part. Of I, you like how I hashed that out as I was thinking it? I'm like, 
What could be the most insulting stance that I could probably take on this he guy? He was the understudy. Because <laughs> he was the, the understudy's understudy. In the Dementor play. But because the main actor was a true actor, he would never sacrifice his place on stage to some sniveling little dolt with a bad haircut. Well, you just did like a Gandalf, like... Or like, what is it, King Bosnass or whatever <laughs> I have no idea, but it sounds amazing. Uh, Jar Jar's ruler. Uh, uh, why did you have to bring up that? <laughs> ah. We were having such a good time, too. <laughs> where were you we the, the, Oh, yeah, the Taventure Mage is... Because they're convinced they're all going to die soon, since the calling. So they must go to the Deep Roads and kill all the old gods kill all the old gods that remained while they were asleep. And to do so, they need an army of demons because they don't need food or resting or anything since they're going to search for a long time in the deep roads. And I suppose this is why Solus gets so upset with them. They're going to kill the old gods. Also, this story is not making any more sense too, but anyway, uh, keep up good work and all that kind of jazz. Yes. Um, we actually got, didn't we get a tweet or, so, or an email or something like that informing us that I was wrong about my thoughts on the reason why wardens were binding themselves, which uh, I guess I probably just wasn't paying attention nearly well enough. I had used my own position to assume that they were doing it to present th prevent themselves from being completely overtaken by the calling, which in the same regards, no, you're still right. Same thing. Yeah, you're it's, still, it's still right. kind of the same thing. So, uh. yeah. Because I very much got that sense when I was playing, even my first playthrough, because I, I, I remember thinking, oh, the Great Wardens are so important, really, if, you know. So I was thinking along the same line. So you're not wrong, but they also, she does have a point here. I, I think it's just a difference in the manner of explaining it, but yeah, it's the same thing. So yes, there is something about going down to the Old Gods, which we didn't really talk about, mostly because uh, we hadn't played through that part of the game very recently as well. Doing these in order is kind of messy. Like, I'm trying with my new playthrough. I was trying so hard to get through the ball scene and, and the um, Here Lies the Abyss. I just couldn't do it. Those balls just take up so much time, really. Those Yeah, those balls are just... I'm in the middle of that quest, and, and I've got 100 approval, by the way. It's freaking great. Just because of you, actually, you helped me with that, with that last episode. You were, you were, I yeah. did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that dance that I had to do with, with Scarface, not Cassandra or Cullen. Dance, baby, dance. You really helped me. Yeah, that got me up to 100 approval. I asked so I can take my time when I'm away out of the ballroom. It's freaking yeah. great. Anyway, this is from Shalene. Hey, Lizard Road. Hi. Hi. I, I recently realized I hadn't played any of the Origins DLC, so I marathoned it last week. The last one, Witch Hunt, included a companion character named Finn. Sure Finn does. Finn is a circle mage who is also a mama's boy and a clean freak, and I love him! He's such a great character, and by the end of the DLC, I felt more connected to Finn than some of the companion characters from the main game. <laughs> Cough, Liliana. <laughs> yeah, Finn was actually a really cool character, because he was just, like, when we talked about the mages that would have preferred to have stayed in the circle, Finn would have been one of those mages. He's in Dragon Age 2. Is he? For just a bit. Oh, that's right, yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so I was glad. See, I thought for some reason, I can't remember the character that you get in Liliana's song. There was another mage character that. Oh, yes. Yes. I remember him too. So I do get those two mixed up. Mm, yeah. Mm. 
Anyway, my giant crush on Finn got me wondering, who are some of your favorite DLC characters or minor characters from the Dragon Age universe? And thanks, Charlene. Charlene? Charlene. I like this question. Well, well who was your preferred minor character? You like, um, Arlhal's, uh, son? Well, Nathaniel's, uh, he's not a minor character by any means. He's a major character. I DLC mean, characters or minor characters? Well, yeah, Nathaniel Howe was, was a badass. I mean, he was a hell of a rogue. Uh, he was the star of his own Penny Arcade comic, so he's got that going No, for him. really? Yeah, I, we've talked about that before. I don't remember that. We totally have. I even linked it to you so you could read it. It led up to the Awakening DLC. It was basically him uh, before he got caught. When he oh, was breaking into the castle to steal things. Okay. And then where it cuts off is like five seconds before he gets caught. And, uh, wow. yeah, I mean, the dude beat the crap out of a bunch of Grey Wardens on their own turf. Which, technically, it was also his turf, because it was his family's castle at one point. But then his father was a complete and got what he deserved after I slaughtered him over and over and over. I stabbed him more than I did Anders. So, you know, got that going for him, I guess. <laughs> um... What I was... still want to try that beat the shit out of Earl Howell mod. Because I, I think <laughs> just do, like, like you really... I mean, it's like it's that scene in Office Space. In face. Yeah, yeah, where they take the uh, the copy machine out into the field yeah. and get the crap out of it. Yep, exactly. Damn, Phil goes to be a gangster. Yeah. Oh, uh, um... <laughs> what was the Gorim, I think is his name, he was the... He was the first of the dwarf noble. He was your uh, your friend, confidant, bodyguard, all of the above. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he gets banished to the surface after you are disgraced as the Dwarf oh, Noble. Does. And you can, uh, we've all, I think we've also talked about him on the show, but you can encounter him in Denerim. He's the Dwarf Vendor right there in the uh, central part of Denerim. And really? If you, if you go to him as the Dwarf Noble, you have a little bit of a reunion. And it's very touching. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So he uh, he goes up there, he gets married, he, you know, he makes a, a name and a business for himself, and odds are he probably dies when Denner falls. Oh, Because, uh, you know, there's there's no real happy ending in Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's the one where I bang Anders, or Alistair a lot. I was gonna say, well, then I stabbed Anders to death, so, uh, you know, no happy ending there. Well, actually, I, I was pretty satisfied, but anyway. <laughs> so, uh... God, you're such a dick. Yeah, well, you know, that's what I do. Thanks. Uh, mine uh, would probably be Dagna. Oh, well, Dagna, yes. Dagna yeah. is obviously uh, a big choice. But again, that, that falls in the same lines as, like, Nathaniel, where while they are, you know... And actually, Dagna's not a DLC character. Much but she's a minor character. character. Uh, kind of. I mean, she, she plays is a minor. Pivotal... She is not playable. I mean, she's got sort of a role. She can kind of... She can make masterworks. But she, you know... She, she's a minor character. She, she's an NPC, I but she's adorable. And then, and then oh, Scott yeah. Harding. I know you would like you would like uh, Scott Harding. Uh, Scott Harding. What is it? I mean, people are just going nuts over Scott Harding. Is uh, it the hair? That ugly ass hair she has? No, it's the not cute the hair. Face? She's just adorable. She is adorable. I she think is adorable. Is adorable. She gives but... dancing lessons. You know, she's a badass scout. Wait, she um, gives dancing lessons? Yes. Go to the tavern. What? And read the notes that are hanging on the wall next to the bar. The only yes. one I saw is that there was an archery contest and uh, Beric and Bianca can't. Oh, no, Those... really? Because every time yeah. I saw him, it was the same. Yeah, they change. Uh, there's oh, a note for funny. her giving, like, dancing lessons at one part of the game. Oh, how cute! And then, then it has to be, like, postponed because she's off on a mission or something to that effect. 
Oh, I like the Sinquisition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, I don't know. Harding is just... She's great. And I really wish they would have included a romance arc with Harding. You, uh, with her popularity, I cannot not see a DLC, DLC! coming on there where she's a playable character. I, I, Harding I in Hightown. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, fair. No, it's anyway. Dagna. It's Dagna. Uh, oh. I, would, I would say Harding over Dagna. Also, um, I liked Bianca in the, in this one. It was very mysterious. Yeah, the, the breathing Bianca, not the one that shoots things. Right. Um, yeah. That's Shale. That's another one. I love Shale. Well, I love Shale, but it's very hard to have her, him, her. With, um, it's very hard to have Shale in your party because it's her. You have, yeah, I know. Yeah. But sh- <laughs> why? Why is it hard to have her in your party? Because I don't like the the skills. They, oh, they're too okay. Much. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's because you actually have to kind of control them and what she does, and, right? Or else you'll uh, wind up leaving she, her behind. Well, yeah. it's it's that, and she's also like a huge benefit to the party as a whole because of her special uh, passes uh, and her auras. It's all in how I, you use her. She's a very it, p- positional type character. Wow. Yeah. You got any more uh, euphemisms there? <laughs> Uh, she's pretty hard up all the time. Uh, she's made a rock. Robbie! Hi, hi Robbie! Hi! I didn't expect your name to be called off right there, did you? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Okay, do you want, do you want to go to this one, or do you want me to go to this one? Uh, you read them better. You, no, okay. you have to do the last one, I'll do this one. Okay. <laughs> okay, Robbie, hey guys, I was thinking about the IDW comics and the Dragon Age novels, like Asunder, that take place after Dragon Age Origins and 2, and something was bugging me about them. The fact that in those books and comics, there were things that go against my choices that I made in my playthroughs. And I was wondering what you guys think about the official canon of Dragon Age's story versus the player canon. This bothers me as I feel pressured to make choices to match those of the books and comics. We may have done this one before, uh, very early on. Uh, Here's how I think. What? Head canon is the only one that matters. Head canon but then you might get your confused. Head. No. I, well, we, no. No, no, no. There's only what you believe is your story. The only Dragon Age story that matters is yours. Do not care what, what Bioware says, what the person on Twitter says, what Liz says. Obviously ah. what I'm saying, that's a whole different matter. You should probably listen to what I'm telling you. But, you know, I'll let you have your fun too. But, Robbie, look. What you want to do with your characters is your business, and your business only. If it makes you happy, who the hell cares? Do you, before you worry about everyone else. Look at you, with your public service announcements. Hey, it's your story. Play it your way. Now, I can understand the little feeling bothered. I do understand that, because you can get confused at some points. Mm -hmm. It just depends on what you're reading. I, I, I get confused all the time. Like, I still don't know. Mike Laidlaw, I asked him about the canon at some point, like, who is ruling? And I think he said Alistair, which, oh, of course, is right to me, you know, because I'd still be banging him either way. So it's sometimes awkward, like, when you hear Loghain's ruling, you're like, what? What, what the fuck is this? Loghain's dead! Loghain's dead! I chopped off his fucking head! Was that trying to be, uh, let it go? Uh-huh. I'm pretty... Let it go. 
I still think the greatest parody of that, well, there was Let One Go, which was really damn funny, but there was also... <laughs> that sounds like something Weird Al did. There, there's ESO, ESO, God, that was so damn funny. By the way, listen to Elder Scrolls Off the Record, episode 100 and 105, some of the greatest parodies ever. Anyway, off-key, but very good. And you even got one! Yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Now, we're gonna, we're gonna end these emails out. I'm sorry if I've missed anybody else's, but this is one that has been sitting in the inbox for a long time. Mostly because of its length, but this is also, this is from friend Colin. He actually is the one that got me into Star Wars The Old Republic because he had bought me back before it was free to play. Bum, he bum, got bum. me the, the game. So that was really nice. And, you know, so he's always on my radar whenever I see his name, but I really like this email and I'd, I'd like you to take this one. Okay. Uh, and for the record, I also do a Star Wars The Old Republic podcast. So yes, what is it? Where is it? Torocast, Star Wars The Old Republic's longest-running fan podcast. My name is Aaron Kuzland. Mere weeks ago, I was the noble son of Ferelden. Dashing rogue of High Ever, proficient in daggers and the bow, ladies' man, all hero material. So it was to no surprise, to me at least. That then, when a Grey Warden named Duncan showed up looking for recruits, he looked my way right off the bat. My father put an end to that idea, though. And I settled for being the one to watch over my father's land as he marched off to war. So much had changed since that fateful day. I am a Grey Warden. I've been betrayed twice. Watched my family, my order, and my king die by the hands of those who they trusted and called friends. Only two citizens of High Ever escaped the night Howe attacked. Myself, and one of my best friends and companions, my Mabari, Fenris. After the events of Ostagar and Lothering, I found myself at the head of a band of fugitives, spies, and apostates. Maybe it's my good looks, or just the fact that my father was a noble and a good man, but the rest looked to me for leadership and I will do what it takes to get them out of this. My fellow Grey Warden, Alistair, a warrior trained as a Templar, bastard son of the Last King, an all-around jokester and a good chap. Sten, Kunari warrior, powerful, uh, but with few words. Liliana, cute, if a little crazy, a bard of Orlay. Fenris, of course, my loyal companion, and just as much a warrior on the battlefield as Alistair and Sten. I described myself a ladies' man. Well, not much changed there. But, there is only one woman who has truly caught my gaze. The dark-haired sorceress is the one for me, and I would do anything for her, even if it meant running into the fiery breath of a dragon. After we set off from Lothering, we went to Denerim, did some jobs, made some gold, and set off on an ancient keep that once belonged to the Wardens of Ferelden. We destroyed the demons that had taken residence, and made it a safe place to return to when we needed the rest from our quests. After we claimed the keep, we went to Orzum, where I kicked ass in the Dwarven room, made the Karta fear the Warden's blades, gained an ally in a drunken Dwarven warrior named Ogryn, and ventured into the Deep Roads to find a long-lost paragon. When I returned, I ended up having Prince Bastard. Oh, uh, what? His name was Balin? Sorry, I get those mixed up killed the jerk-faced prince who was claiming the throne and put the guy named Harrowon, or Harrowking, Harrowing, something like that on the throne, gaining the dwarves' oath to come and fight the blight when I called them. One main quest down, we make way to the circle of nature. 
to gain their arcane magics in the struggle against the Darkspawn. But that's just the start of it. We need to find the Dalish and the Arlovan and gain their support, depose the traitor Logan, and save the world. On a personal level, I need to find the Arl of Denerim, the man who betrayed and murdered my family and stole our lands. The man who is now the second most powerful man in the country. When I do, it'll be me and him, and one of us leaving in a coffin. To anyone reading this, listen, there is hope. The Wardens are not gone. Join us as we stand in the shadows vigilant. And should you die, know that one day we shall join you. That was beautiful, man. That was stirring. That was something. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it, but hey, it there it is. It was a very, very uh, unique email. I mean, I, can't, I could not include it. <laughs> very roleplay, yeah. I like it. Sure. This was sent back in, like, October. Uh, it was a long time ago, but yeah, I was never able to put it in a show, so... There you go. As well as all of the emails we've gotten, I should have gone, well, if I really wanted to uh, punish ourselves for having to, to read them all on air, I could have gone to the Reddit, I could have gone to Twitter, I could have gone to all sorts of stuff, but you know what? Um, emails are emails, and they were easy to put together. <laughs> yeah. How about that? What? How about them apples? Before we go anywhere, since we did bring up Reddit after all, <laughs> let's see, who do we have here? We have... Thanks to Read Only ACC. I'm guessing it's account. Read Only account. Maybe. Probably. I don't know. Reddit name. It's weird. Janu 1989. You're young. Freckly Face. Last Kid 13. Isrig. Black Vellum. Blank Vellum. Not Black Vellum. It's a different thing. Machina Obscura. Hey, there that person is again. And apparently you had a nice conversation with them. Broshep Inquisitor. There we go. Words are hard. I just read that whole thing and now I'm having the inability to speak. And of course, R two D two arm. I know that guy. Is that what R2D2 people? R two D two arm. Yeah, yeah. He's a listener to one of my other shows. Oh, I don't know. He awesome. might listen to one of my other shows. Uh, AJ. There we go. That's Dave. AJ. Hi, AJ. What are your other shows? You have to tell us now. Oh, I do. Oh, uh, <laughs> in that case, I let's see. What do I do? I do Torocast, Tizocast. I'm in the process of building another podcast because I hate myself. And I will be soon guest appearing on a show called uh, Stranger Conversations. Which will probably be out by the time this is out. People keep calling me a professional podcaster. I don't know how they're talking about. You have a professional um, air about you? Uh, I've got a professional voice. That's about the end of it. Yeah. I would say that. There you go. Yes. I'll take it. Thank you guys for all the emails. That, That was absolutely fantastic. And see why we had to dedicate an entire episode yeah. Woo. yeah, yeah, we couldn't just let those keep building up. Uh, but by all means, send in more. <laughs> where can they do that? They can do that at dragonageotr at gmail.com. Yeah, they can. You know what? I'm supposed to say, and I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I actually cut it out of the show. I'm supposed bum, to bum, say bum. that this is a Quest Gaming Network production. Uh, I never do. Hmm. Some people are listening to this like, what the hell is Quest Gaming Network? Okay, we're going to leave it out there. Say, say bye, Road. Thank you for uh, bye, Rode, reading all you. that stuff. And stuff. Hey, repeat after me. No. Ah! <laughs> I'm gonna try to trick you into saying Anders should be alive. We don't want to dampen the mood, D A M P Dragon Age multiplayer. 
That was a terrible joke. Before we get to more terrible jokes, we have to do some contact information or else how are we gonna know how much you love us? You have to tell us how much you love us. Don't tell us how much you hate us. Get a hold of us on Twitter at DragonAgeOTR. Contact me at Mistress underscore LeBeau. That's L-E-B-E-A-U. And if you like your tweets favorited, contact Road at that road guy. Email us at DragonAgeOTR at gmail.com. Visit our website at QuestGamingNetwork.com. And yes, we know our money's on the dresser. We have sponsors, you guys. Heard about us talk about Dragon Age The Stolen Throne and Dragon Age The Calling? Well, here's your chance to hear it for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork and you get one of those books for free. And the better to hear you with, my dear, visit tweakedaudio.com. Enter our code off the record, all one word, for 30% off. Quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, and a lifetime warranty. And while you're on YouTube, you could also subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork, where you can find a plethora of other shows. That's youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. That if they'd have seen me a few weeks ago, it would have looked like a 90s grunge cut. Yeah, that's that's how I like my hair. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one, and they all stink. I don't poop. That's not a thing. That means you're anal retentive. Yay! Oh, I've never had my scales so tasty in my life. Shut up. Sound like some kind of woodland assassin. I'm assassinating trees. Uh-oh, fear demon. And by uh-oh, I mean this guy. Die in a fire, f***er! <laughs> and he's dead. Well executed. Ah, oh, I see the fun! Because we executed him. Murder, 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 murder! Murder! I guess around you. Run away! Kill streak two. Yeah. Kill streak five. Cause I'm a vamp. Or as Samuel L. Jackson would say, a badass motherfucker. What the f is this? It's a velociraptor. It's a velociraptor with a skull mask. Some fucking like tribal Jurassic Park bullshit going on here. Ow. Oh, I thought you were a badass. Nothing could touch you. I didn't say it couldn't touch me. I just I'm a badass. These guys spawning from somewhere. They're coming at us one at a time like a Bond villain. Alright, you know what, sir? Fuck you. Alright, there's another demon around here somewhere. I'm gonna find it, and I'm gonna take this arrow and probably shove it up its ass in the most violent way possible. I wish I could see this uh, demon. I'm gonna find it, and I'm going to kill. I'm gonna go full on Liam Neeson on this bull. Oh sh! Take that motherfucker! I'd use a jar of bees in that asshole. Yeah. On the bright side, I get to use a jar of bees, so fuck yeah. My life! I have to destroy a jar. Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know when one's got poison in it. Suddenly, arsenic. Boom! Everybody's dead. Where's the other one? Hiding? He's scurred. He should be. I was so afraid I shit caltrops. It's <laughs> really f***ing painful. Oh, thank you. Jesus Christ. Praise be the Inquisition! Thanks, 90s Storm. You shall not pass, assholes! All this and more on the next Who Gives a Fuck? Also, by the way, the last 32 minutes have been recorded. <laughs> Oh my god, it's Sweet Sixteen! Oh. Does that mean that our uh, possible crush might force themselves upon us at a birthday party? Then with me is the guy who is stupid. That was dumb. I thought I, I had something else for you and I totally forgot it. I was hoping you had something better than that. Let me think. Let me think. Uh... Rod Stewart. Is Rod Stewart a person? I don't know. I'm gonna Google that. Rod Stewart is the worst. Oh, that guy. Ah, oh, seriously, dude. Leave that hair in the like the early edge of the 80s where it f***ing belongs. 
I'm sorry, if there's only one person that could pull that hair off, his name's David Bowie. Oh, David Bowie. You know, we've made a labyrinth reference in almost every single one of these shows. We have. That, and we've mentioned Derek Holland and X-Men. Those are probably the most referenced things. Ludo sad. I accept no responsibility for what just happened. Ludo sad. <laughs> I need to hear that voice again just to get that one right. Smell bad. <laughs> I like the little dog. Um, the, d- the dog riding the dog. Oh, Amazing. Wait, what? Smell bad. Ludo smell.